Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset Explosion. We're on season four, episode six, and I've been joined tonight by the lovely Kirsty Kianifard. And um, we're going to talk about how to grow an online wellness business. Uh, Kirsty's uh, one of my fellow masterminders uh, program that we're on. So very excited to have you on, Kirsty. Thank you so much. Um, and it just sounds, I know we had a, a, quite a brief chat before we came on air, but it sounds so similar. I, I'd, I'd like to find out a bit more about your podcast tonight and, you know, your background, how you got into, um, well, well-being and coaching um, and starting your own podcast. Sounds like you've been so busy this year, um, which is fantastic. Um, so, Kirsty, tell us a little bit more about yourself and we, we can get going with tonight's uh, episode. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. So yeah, it has been a really busy year, but I have been in the wellness space since forever. So it was literally, I stepped out of school and went into that space. I trained as a beauty and holistic therapist straight from school um, against all of my teacher's um, advice. You know, they're like, don't you want to go and do A-levels? Don't you want to go and do something serious? And I'd like, I'd sort of put all the applications in, but I was like, it's just not what I want to do. I was, I've always been passionate about it. And I think like we were chatting at the beginning, it's because, um, you know, I had a difficult sort of teenage years and it was really tools within the wellness space that helped me to sort of get on path. And um, and so, yeah, I just always had that desire to um, to learn and then to be able to share it with other people. So in brief, I'm sure we'll get it in, into more of it tonight. I um, I have been a wellness practitioner for most of my life um, and then sort of noticed through building a business, just a solo one man band and then opening my brick and mortar spa, which is now 10. Um, I started to see a pattern that was reoccurring, which was that many wellness practitioners, whilst they were hugely passionate about what they did, they struggled to run their business, struggled to grow their business. And there was a lot of people struggling and it just naturally organically evolved as people asking me how to do it. Oh, brilliant. So in terms of like how, if we can go back to a teenage a little bit, so in what aspect did that really help you? If, if you don't mind sharing, Kirsty. Yeah, I am. Um, well, I'm adopted. And that's my big um, story, really, is that um, I spent the first six months of my life in foster care. And I've got a very privileged adoption story, as in like, my parents are amazing. And they gave me all the support and a credible family. And I get on with them really, really well. But in my teenage years, I was just I was just messed up. I didn't I didn't get it. I was angry. I hated life. Like genuinely, I can still remember it. You know, I was really angry at everything and everyone. And and I just had this turning point. This sounds so cliche, but I had this turning point where I went to a yoga class as a rebellious act. Like anything anyone asked me to do, I would just do the opposite. My parents went into that and I was like, I know what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go and do that. And that was like a long time ago now, I'm 30, nearly 34. So almost 20 years ago. And so yoga was still sort of a bit hippie and you know, all that, not sort of Instagram friendly. And yeah, and I went and this guy was teaching the class and he was talking about energy and chakras and all that sort of stuff. And it was like I'd come home, I found something, I understood it, it was like a click. And and that sort of set me on a bit of a path. And I started sort of teaching my stu- myself a lot of this stuff. And it really helped me to know myself because I never really felt like I belonged anywhere. 
and suddenly I felt something that found something that was mine that I got that I understood that helped me understand myself better and so yeah there was a massive transformation for me then oh brilliant Harks is watching hi Harks thanks for following us hey, buddy. yeah um and my mum's watching she's put a big heart on my mum's adopted Oh, wow. I love hearing like other adoptee stories. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to connect. She's got a great story, actually. But um, yeah, I think, do you know what? I, th I, I can think of worse things you could have done to rebel. So uh, yoga was pretty... I did those things as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was a tame thing, you know. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll talk about another time, Kirsty. Yeah. yeah. But I think, um, I, I guess, my mum said yay. Um, so I guess... You know, when we find something like that and we find where it helps us, did you do you feel part then it was about you being able to give back with that? Did that suddenly become quite important to you as well? Yeah, and it's a continuing thread with me. I like the underdogs, you know, I like the ones that no one's back in, I like the ones that are yeah. a bit different. Um, I like the ones that yeah, I I I just really sort of want to advocate for the people that maybe get get a bit lost and I suppose yeah that's always been my big thing and now actually what really motivates me to do what I do now is that I got to a point within when I was a wellness practitioner to know that well I can only help so many people I'm only one person and then I got to a point where I realized if I can give all these incredible wellness practitioners the tools to scale their business then that means wellness gets out into the world even on a, on a bigger scale and I'm helping far more people. So it's my thing. I always say like the tools in the wellness space have the ability to change, but also save lives, you know? And I, and I think I sort of count myself as one of those. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that so much. And um, I, I guess uh, one of the things I noticed last year with teaching um, the fitness online as well, that with the lockdown, how much people needed the interaction, how much they needed to be, you know, doing, it, it, it became so much more, which probably me and you know about, because like you said, you, you've done yoga, you've been part of that environment. And I'm, with myself, I'm a part of it. And I see it, I see those transformations happening, probably exactly the same as yourself. But I think people really appreciated a lot, lot more last year. So I think it's a great thing that you're doing because you're right, because, you know, you, you've got, you can teach so many, but then when you can give those skills to um, coaches and, you know, like myself really to like, listen, you, you can go out and do this. It, it becomes um, more empowering, I guess. So. Yeah. Like last night we had, you know, clubhouse, we've been on that. And one of my clients, who's a counselor, we've been speaking a lot about it. Obviously her work, she's like inundated with work right now, but she's really trying to break the mold of the stigma around counseling and we've been talking about how can a counselor show up on social media you know how do you keep within the boundaries of safety but also try and destigmatize it and make her like sort of stop dehumanizing it and make it you know this is me I'm the counselor I'm not a scary person and she ran her first clubhouse room last night and it was just like a mental health space on Clubhouse and the sort of the boom of pride that comes from that you know because she's finding her feet and really able to in a space that is amazing but also is going to cause additional mental health challenges for people lots of the FOMO lots of feeling like I'm not good enough um you know it's important that those spaces also exist on places like Clubhouse or all sorts of social media so yeah you're exactly right it's that ripple effect giving people the tools to get their message out there so that wellness starts to I think it's getting it into every single home it's not just into an individual it's like you want it to be a way of life uh, yeah, 100%.
definitely. So, um, so you, you kind of took it more. Were you online before last year? I know off yet. Uh, you said you, it, so. How, did the did the pandemic force you to go online, or did it make you reassess things, or how did that work for you? Yeah. So my my brick and mortar business obviously has been affected massively, and I have a team of therapists there who like you know I, I like like hands on body works very hard to replicate and for some people that is their therapy you know going to a spa or a clinic or a salon or whatever it's their place where no one can contact them they're going to just shut themselves away for an hour and it's really hard however good the online space is to replicate that um but I did I already had an online presence I was already doing coaching remotely um but it definitely gave me a big push I mean if anything I've I'm you know I'm now running sort of one business as opposed to two so I've got a lot more time to take on take things online but in the first lockdown I taught um when I was a, a therapist I taught a, a chakra course a seven-week chakra course and I decided just knee debt reaction how do I create something that will support the mental health of my spa clients as well as my online business clients and I think within two weeks I put that online and um yeah and we had a huge launch for that massive success with that so it's still relatively new but um I'm a massive tech nerd hold my hands up to that like I love it I geek yeah. out on it so much so um so any sort of opportunity to take more stuff online I'm there no I, I, I had a look at your website and it I found it really interesting obviously your backstory and uh it was something oh, you said you felt like a slave um to your passion and it was like the penny dropped. And, and I really loved the way you, you put that. Um, would you mind sharing a bit more? Like, what, what was that moment what, and, and explaining how did you feel like that slave, but obviously doing something that you love? Yeah, well, it's that same trap that many wellness entrepreneurs get into, which is like you have these little, and you'll know this in your business, you have these like sort of micro goals. And one of the goals is as a wellness practitioner, like I want to get fully booked. So let's say you're a body worker, you're a, you're a massage practitioner or something like that so you have to be in person one-to-one -one. that's what I was doing and you want to get fully booked and I hit that you know I was like had a wait list and I was like fully booked months and months in advance and I loved it but all of a sudden I was like where do I go from here you know you are stuck quite literally in a dark room for eight hours solidly I mean I learned so much about human behavior so much about the energy body the physical body people skills that I use now online but I couldn't I couldn't scale that I got to a point where you know and I think many wellness practitioners they have that little carrot in their mind I just mm. want to get fully booked without fully realizing what that does because as you know I also have an autistic son and as his needs were getting more um, severe I had more appointments to get to and if you're locked into, you know, bookings for the next three months, it just felt quite suffocating. And so I did have a lot of questions around, like, do I really want to be doing this? But I think that story, which still motivates me now, that I believe in this work, I was like, I've got to figure out a different way, a way that I can do a one-to-many model rather than just a one-to-one. -one. Yeah, and I've got to say, Kirsty, like, and people say this to me, oh, you appear to be busy, you appear to be on the go all the time. And it does... I get the impression that you've really done a great job of managing your life as a mum, as a, a wife, and as a, an entrepreneur. So, like, how do you, how do you balance that? Out? 
Yeah, I get that. I get that question a lot. I have three children. I have two girls and a boy, and um, they've got twins. So Sal with autism and his twin sister, they're three. And my eldest is eight. Um, and my husband, up until uh, just before lockdown, he was an entrepreneur as well. He um, has since sold his business. So that's helped. That's really helped. I think it's really important that we don't, like, I have support. And I always try and tell my clients that, you know, there's, I don't want to gloss over it and be like, it's your fault you're not managing your time. At the end of the day, you don't, if I didn't have the support, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. So that was my parents before lockdown. They're shielding at the moment. But also, yeah, my husband is around quite a lot. But I did a, a podcast episode on this because um, my son's needs are, are definitely, as he grows, are getting more difficult. He is, um, he just needs so much stimulation. And I had one day, I'm quite open and honest on social media. I think it's part of my job to not just sort of show the show reel. And one day I hadn't slept. He'd scream for eight hours all night. And I think I had one hour sleep. And then the day before I'd shown this story of myself, like on a beautiful beach going like swimming in the sea in the middle of winter. And I was like, this is amazing. And I sort of wanted just to give the honest, you know, sometimes days are like that, but sometimes days are just really, really shit. And, um, yeah, and I got a huge influx of mums, special needs mums who were trying to build business. And some of them were like, I can't do it. I don't think I can do it. And so I created this podcast episode. And my overarching message is that if I'm not getting my own needs met, I just can't meet the needs of Saul, let alone his brother, uh, his two sisters. And part of that is fulfilling my purpose. And it's clear to me, my purpose came to me as soon as I came into this world. And I had to go through the turbulent times that I did. But I know that if I shelved it, I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to shout for him because I'd, there'd be, I would be unhappy in myself. So it's not always easy. I don't have the answers. But I do think that if you're passionate about something, it's really important that you prioritize it. Uh, I can relate to that quite a lot, actually, Kirsten. And, and I do agree. It, it, it is, you know, we, we've got a, we've all got our own needs, right? And we, we yeah. I think I do feel we all have a purpose. Sometimes it takes a while in life to find it. Um, it took me till I was probably about 30 to find mine. Um, but I, I, you're right. If, if, if I wasn't doing what I do, I don't think I could give to my children and I couldn't give, you know, in the way I want to, to, you know, other people really. Yeah. So it's, it is hard. And, and, and like you, I have my ups and my downs. <laughs> and I, I guess it was, I'm so glad you said about it because as entrepreneurs, you know, yes, we're, we're talking about the good, but there, there are other times when it's like, oh, am I, am I good enough today? I was going for it the other week. <laughs> but last week was great because we had, had the masterminds and it, it, it was quite really, I'm like this afterwards. <laughs> and then we did the clubhouse thing, but we, we go for the same things. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's quite important. Um, but I, I get the sense, so your purpose seems to be really about um, give it back in some sense. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah, definitely. And I also think that I believe, I had, someone asked me on a podcast once, like, if you could change anything in the world, what would it be? And I, it's a hard question, but a big thing for me is that I just wish everyone would accept each other more, you know, for all of the nuances that are around. There's so many, so much black and white in the world. 
And again, I think that when the tools of the wellness space help us to understand ourselves better. And often when we are not kind or judgmental, we're just projecting our own stuff that we haven't worked on. And, you know, with a child with additional needs, with as someone myself who struggled to grow up in a world that I was not the the norm, um, that's a big thing for me is to try and help us all be a little kinder. So I think, yeah, I think that's just a, it's about giving back, but it's also about feeling like you're contributing to the world that your kids are growing up in. And you, you know, sometimes you feel quite powerless to do much about the big challenges in life. But I think business is a huge way that you can you can add some contribution. Yeah, and I, well, I, you're doing that in a big way, I, and I think your business is about giving back. I, and you know, it, it seems like the, 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 that's the biggie with what you're. With what you're doing is you know sharing that purpose and, and allowing other people to find their purpose i think it's an amazing thing it, it really is and having bit and you know yourself when you, you're at that point where it's like what am i doing <laughs> so i did engineering for ages and i just hated oh, it wow. yeah i really hated it. it just and and i know if i stayed there i i of course i would be a different person and getting into martial arts instructing and my mindset is it's allowed me to grow and i do, do you find yourself like as you advance with what you're doing do you find yourself quite hungry to expand your own growth as well yeah so my mantra with my clients is that business is personal growth on steroids so i think one of the big reasons that i stepped into entrepreneurship is because it like supercharges your your yeah your personal growth journey i you just can't do one without the other um, yeah. I know our mentor, Rob, like he talks a lot about rejection that's tapped into my story a lot more. Every time you scale, you know, and I've been doing that a lot, I think about I serve something like five times the amount of clients that I served this time last year. And with every, I believe in equal opposite. So like with every sort of up level comes the equal opposite of having to accept like more rejection more no's, more like criticism, you know, social media is a big place for that. And um, yeah, so I, but I love it. I'm quite, I think potentially quite addicted to it. I'm not sure if um, I should admit that, but yeah, I think I love, I love learning about myself, the good and the bad and feeling into that stretch, you know. And do you find being on um, uh, this mastermind that we're on, because uh, I love it because I, I feel like I'm at the, it's like starting school again and I'm looking at and all the big big kids are in there. So I, I but I'm loving that energy and it's feeding onto me and hopefully feeding it back out as well. And I got that from you when we did the clubhouse. Um the few of us did the clubhouse, like the energy was coming in, harks yourself. I was like, oh my God, give me some of that energy. Thank you. And okay, let's let's put it back out. And I feel you know, we can you feed off that as you as you get out into business, isn't it? I agree. And actually, I think finding your tribe your community like yeah. being around other entrepreneurs like a lot of people in my industry and I did it for a while stay within so the wellness space and the coaching industry they tend to like come together and I was always in masterminds with other coaches other wellness practitioners and I'd followed Rob for a long time and I was like do you know I want to throw almost throw myself into the lion's den like I just want to be around people that do totally different things to me because we have that, like we all do so many different things, yet we have that same sort of quest for personal growth, that business growth, and um, and you can learn so much from that space. So I think it's really good to be around people that stretch you and 
challenge you. No, definitely. I was the same. I, I was in a great mastermind. It was all about martial arts business, and I learned so much. I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. Um, but the same, I, I want. I want to be around different business owners and because that was initially property based um, probably the same they're all drawing in so yeah I've, I've got loads out of since I kind of come on to that um, it was a different mastermind last year but yeah you're absolutely right it, it really it tests you a little bit more doesn't it I'd like bit uncomfortable but nice <laughs> yeah yeah you I think that's it like you've got to get really familiar and comfortable with the uncomfortable and I think um you know that's that's the that's the key for me you know it's like almost like when i've got a bit too comfy things have got a little yeah. bit too easy i'm like okay we need to change this up a bit no oh, brilliant so i guess now you're able to coach um people within the well-being industry all around the world yeah yeah, yeah. we have um my membership so this year my big focus is my membership last year was like all about expansion and growth and i had lots of stuff going on and this year I'm sold out of my one-to-ones quite consistently. So that's good. So I can just, I'm just focusing my membership, which is actually a low cost, but super high value, value container. Because again, within the wellness industry, you tend to find people that are struggling to get to a point where they can really like make the big investments. And I really want to make the tools of building business accessible because I just didn't have that when I was younger. Um, and so, yeah, it's a big passion of mine. Like we just, just this weekend, we've just gone over about 75 members and wow. it, that's, it's only been open for a few months and it's really an exciting space. And um, yeah, so this last year was about scale. This year is about like doubling down on what I've got and really starting to, yeah, create big impact, big ripples. So we have people, we've got a client in Australia, which is really exciting bit difficult with time difference but yeah really exciting someone in France like all over the place and um and that's amazing because that's the ripple effect isn't it like when again we when we're talking about wellness mental health getting these tools out there we want them to be everywhere you know yeah so, no definitely yeah no brilliant and um because I, I meant I said you about Charlie, so I, I did message him this morning. He really wants to get into some kind of coaching, so I said for him to connect you with you at some point. Um, but I, I feel, yeah, I just feel that the online can you can real push it out of online. I was going to ask you another question. It's totally gone out my head because you just wowed me with the Australia thing. Let's <laughs> just went, talk about Charlie. Charlie's just amazing. Char like yeah. I'm so grateful that you sent me that video. Um, I'm, I've sent I've just sent it to my husband as well. You know it. Um, yeah. Yeah, brilliant interview that you did. Oh, thank you. I, I'll, I'll pass on. I did another one. He's done one more recently. So okay. uh, like send an update. It. Yeah, I'll send it over. Um, so in terms of uh, what's, your, what's your big goal now uh, going forward? Uh, and I got, before you answer that, actually, anyone that is interested in uh, getting coached by Kirsty, uh, obviously I've only met you on the Mastermind the other day. I, I've seen your Instagram is amazing. So I and being in that clubhouse, I feel that anyone that is with you is going to get so much attention, so much energy, and and really great guidance. I, I that's that's the vibe I've got in you know in the the short time we've been speaking, and you know even from the other day. I so, saw, um, yes, if you are in the wellness space or coaching, definitely um, I've dropped your link in the comments uh, in the copy. So. Get, get in contact with uh, Kirsty, but I can't remember the question. I'm sure it's on the tip of your tongue now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just pat it out. But yeah, come over. Uh, yeah. My membership closes tonight, though, guys. If anyone is listening and wants to join, it closes tonight. 
but um wow. but yeah there's lots of other ways always get in touch I'm like I am I go against some, quite a lot of the sort of online guru stuff I'm very about the personal connection so yeah once you're in my my team you get a lot of undivided attention oh brilliant Charlie's watch him oh Charlie, hi. hi there you go oh, hi Matt Kirsty. Uh, I'm watching really liking the interview and love to have a chat with you Kirsty. so there you go yes Thumbs up. There we go. Um, so, also, you're a podcaster as well. I am. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about your podcast. I love podcasting. I think that's really? my favorite like platform. I find it about you. I guess I don't stream mine, so I'm just in the studio when I'm doing it. But um, it feels like a more intimate sort of space. You know, like yeah. I'm quite open on on social media, but. Um, and I also get to deep dive. I teach on my podcast. So um, if it's a solo um, episode, I'm really giving like how to step by steps, you know, how to build your mailing list, how to grow your social media, whatever it is. Um, and then on the flip side, when I have interviews, I, I was saying to you at the beginning, I like to bring in wellness practitioners that have, I like to find those gritty stories. They've had some sort of turbulence in their life somewhere. They've, they've sort of found some practice that's really helped them to, to step into it. And actually, Charlie was talking a lot about mindset, you know, things that they've pulled on and then they've become so passionate about it that they want to then go out and share it with the world. Um, so I get them on and then I get them to tell us their story, but then also tell us what they've done because there's so many different ways to build a business. It's not prescriptive. It needs to be super individual to you. So I try and get on people that are, you know, different backgrounds, different experiences, different business models. Um, yeah, it's a real like wealth of information for my listeners. But I love it. I I, I love it too. I, I initially started this. This was uh, as a Facebook live show, um, and then, and then I just uploaded it to the podcast. But yeah, do you know what? That's what I miss is actually so, sat next to someone than rather yeah. than. That is the one um, sort of thing. Um, now, I don't know if you remember at the end of our clubhouse session, uh, Julie Kent, MBE, came on to speak. I do, yes. Uh, so she said she loved to come <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> well, if I could show you my notebook, Julie, your name is already in it from yeah, um, come on. <laughs> So I was going to reach out to you next week anyway. So I'd love to get you on, Julie. Yeah, that would be brilliant. Brilliant. So she's not... Um, so she's not hot and well in the snow, but I don't. I think you are, Julie. Yeah. Julie yeah, I think she is. Yeah, she'd be a great guest for you. Um, yeah. And I'll let her tell you her story because it's a really great story and what she. You know. I think that brings up quite a good point. Is that and maybe it's a branding issue for me, but um, I think what wellness like that umbrella brand. I've had a lot of people. I had someone tell me a candle maker. She sent me these beautiful candles and she said, "But I'm not really in wellness though." And I was like yes you are it's like how like do you think that makes someone feel when they light a candle and they have all those aromas in their room that's a key part of wellness you know so um it's interesting a lot of people bow out of the wellness industry and they think oh no no that's not my space but like even you know what you would do you do obviously with the mindset but also with the martial arts i would consider that a wellness practice i would consider that something that you know is is work for me it's anything that works on your internal landscape Anything that makes you feel better, makes you show up as a brighter, bigger human in the rest of your life, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, in fact, one of my lives I used to collaborate with was Wellbeing Wednesday. So we, we and it, 
you know, well-being mindset. You're absolutely right. It's, it's the same things. And sometimes people say that, oh, but I don't do mindset. But you're running your own business. You've had to have some oh sort God. of mindset to start that and overcome the, can I do it? Will I be able to do it? What do yeah. I do here? Because we know what we know. And I think that's the, the key of having a coach like yourself, Kirsty, is that, yeah, I, I might know, my, let's say I start out, I can know martial arts. Hopefully I can teach it. But the other bits, how do I, going back, how did I start that business? It was just hard. I think, I don't know if I said, I, like, for me, I used to go out in the street and bow to people, stick my hand out to get their attention, just to get their name and number. <laughs> See, this is the thing. So I say this to my clients, the younger ones. I'm like, you don't know how good you've got it. I used to walk up and down the street. I remember the flyer with a green flyer with a really shit logo and post it through doors. I had no idea, no idea if someone in that building had any interest. <laughs> but that flyer would have cost me money, right? But now we've got things like Facebook ads where you can target like strategically and yeah, stuff you were doing. Like now people will be like oh, no, yeah, no you know, <laughs> having to show up on social media once a day feels like a massive drag yet you can do it from your bed you know but back in the day like yeah marketing was just uh you were just out on foot peddling the streets chatting to people people you know it was hard work it was and i i, I guess um oh charlie says we've been spoiled by tech I wouldn't say spoiled, would you, Christy? <laughs> but thank uh, you, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have to spoil, I suppose, yeah. It's, again, equal opposites, though, isn't it? You know, like, yeah. there's the luxury of being able to, like, run your business from bed, but also, like, this horrible sort of, you know, getting closed in by not talking to real human beings. Yeah, that, that is the hard part, um, I guess. Have you got some good advice? Because I, I know there's a, there's a few people watching that are, business owners maybe in a different sector but i know some of them real been struggling with mental health at the moment and where their business has, has, has changed what well, it's a hard one i put you right my daughter's trying to come in now like, no. oh, hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> i have taken up winter sea swimming that has yeah. been my absolute savior through through lockdown um which i know sounds mad and everyone says to me i couldn't do it i'm the sort of person that would have gone in the on in the sea in a wetsuit in the middle of summer like i am not a sort of fair weather person but it is it's for my mental health it's been massive you know having kids at home homeschooling running businesses um just not having anywhere to go like i find that really hard you know, I'd be someone that likes to go to theatre, likes a different thing, just to get different sources of inspiration. Um, so I would, for me, it's about, it's about testing your resilience outside of business. So it's almost like the higher the pressure becomes inside, the more I've got to challenge myself physically. So that for me was, um, yeah, is the sea swimming. So I think find some, find a new challenge that isn't connected to your business. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, um, that's what I need to do because um, all my fitness is based around my business. Yeah. So, so I used to do yoga on the Sundays uh, before the pandemic. So I started doing this on the Sunday instead, as it was my like my calm down time. Um, but I, it, it, it for me, I like to get out and be in a, a class for doing it, and it does it does sort your head out. Um, yeah. Kirsty is absolute fantastic talking to you I, I hope to get you on again in the future because i feel like you've got so much 
um, you know, so much to give. Have you got any workshops or anything um, in particular that's coming up you want to you know share with the viewers? Um, best place is to come and find me on Instagram. I am, I just love having genuine connections. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm spent probably too much time in my DMs on Instagram. So come send me a message, just have, just have a, a chat. Um, and yeah, if you want some sort of business building tips, particularly about taking your business online, the podcast is great. So the Wellness Entrepreneur podcast, there's loads of stuff that you could jump into and literally move your business forward after a 45 minute episode. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm fully booked with my one-to-ones collective, which is my membership is end, is closing tonight, but it's always worth getting on a wait list on my mailing list. And when new stuff comes up, I will let you know. By the way, Matt, just because I thought you might be proud of me, I used to do Aikido. Oh, get in. Well done. Is that part <laughs> of the rebellious phase or? I wanted to get that in there. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was just part uh, of, um, yeah, I'd always wanted to give martial arts a try. And um, yeah. it just, I had, I knew someone that ran, um, that ran a session down my road at the time. I did it for a good, about a year and a half. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Oh, brilliant. Well, listen, when you're in Cheltenham next, you will have to come and try out our fitness kickboxing as well. You'll love that. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Uh, we've got some comments, so I, I will share these before you go. So, uh, Harks got to go. We said, great interview. Thank you, Harks. Thanks, Harks. And what we got? That's from my mum. She loves your hair. Thanks. It's my <laughs> lockdown crisis, you know, like midlife crisis. I just was like, I need to do something fun. I think it makes you stand out for all the right reasons. You know? Thank, and, you. Uh, thank you, Andrew and Charlie. Uh, great interview, guys. Uh, really enjoyed hearing Kirsty's story. We loved come on your podcast at some point share my experience with autism um trying to express that the good autism can do i will send that interview over um uh, to you the other one i did yeah thank you so much uh, Kirstie. i'll speak to you just in a sec off uh, thank you everyone and don't forget drop in some comments uh share the love uh hashtag replay if you're catching it on replay and i will see you again for mindset explosion next sunday same time Peace and love. Thank you. Bye.